Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Good morning. You look so good today. I don't know if you've heard that lately. I wanted to tell you, I want to be the first one if you haven't heard it yet today. You look good today. But if you would do this, turn around and tell somebody around you. They look nice today. Let them know you're glad they're here. Turn around and say hello to somebody if you would. One more time and just greet one another in the Lord. Come on. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful day. God's given us a little bit of rain. We need it. A little bit cooler weather. We need it. Amen. But it's a good day to be in God's house. And if this is your first time with us at Faith Renew, it could be the first time in the room with us. It could be the first time at home on our live stream. We just want to tell you we're glad you're here, and we love you and appreciate you being with us today. Maybe it's been a while. Welcome back. Welcome home. But Faith Renew Church, would you let all of our first-time guests know you love them? Would you do that? Come on. Yeah. Amen. Amen. If you're watching our stream, don't forget, like, comment, thumbs up, all those cool things out there help get the word around, spread that out, and let others know, man, what God's doing here. And we're hearing, oh, man, very cool testimonies and stories about how God's using and the gospel's going around. I got an email last week from Germany. Don't know this person and just just wanted to reach out and email the church and say thank you for streaming and thank you for what you're doing and the gospel is going there and changing lives. It, it's just wild what God's done, man. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for being a part of that. But this is what we do. This is what's changing hearts and lives. We open up the word together. So if you have your Bible, would you do this with me? Turn to John chapter 16. John chapter 16. And uh, as you turn, I uh, Love to let those know who use this or who are interested in using this. We use the YouVersion Bible app uh, if you use a digital Bible. And you can go on YouVersion right now more than events and follow right along with me. Amen. But I am excited about the Word today, excited about what God's doing. And I want to jump in and I want to read, read to you. You can read, follow along in verses 7 through 15. And uh, as you turn, I don't know if this got announced or not, but no service this Wednesday night. I just don't know if you haven't heard that yet or not. No service this Wednesday night. Getting a new roof on the church this week, guys. And yeah, it's pretty cool, man. And so, yeah, cool. And uh, to my blessings, and um, we're not paying for it. Insurance is paying for it. So uh, that's even better. Come on, yeah, go ahead. Give God praise. <laughs> He's just he's just wild like that, man. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about financial giving and how that blesses and where that, what that looks like within the marriage. And um, after service, we went to the mailbox and opened it up, and there was a check in there for $32,000 from the insurance company. and said, here you go, get a new check. Here's the first installment. We're like, okay, we didn't even know he had getting passed. Somebody just come and looked at it, and we never heard back. So getting a new roof this week. So no service in-house. So maybe some groups meeting, things happening. Check church center, check your with your leadership and see if that's taking place. But let's read verses 7 through 15. It's red letter if you have that. And if you understand those, that means this is Jesus speaking while he was in the flesh here on earth. And so again, all of this is God's word, but this was Jesus speaking. He said, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. How many knows Jesus will always tell you the truth? You don't always want to hear the truth, but we always need the truth. Amen. And he says, it is to your advantage that I go away. You got to think for a moment. The disciples are hearing this after spending three and a half years with Jesus, and man, thinking, man, don't leave me, 
Jesus. Don't do me like that. And, uh, but it was important because he said, for if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. And the helper is a capital H, by the way. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment and of sin because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Basically saying, you ain't ready for this yet. But however, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. So Jesus is talking about someone who was doing the exact same thing that he did while he was here. Scripture said, and Jesus said it, I don't speak unless the Father said it. I don't do it unless the Father did it. So we're hearing someone who's going to come along after Jesus and do exactly what Jesus did. And so again, it's, it's wild. For, uh, I want to go again to verse 13. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. So what Jesus, he's going to take some Jesus and declare Jesus to us and cause the encounter with Jesus to be greater. Who are we talking about this morning? Let's pray. Father, we thank you today for your presence. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. And we ask you, Lord, to just speak clearly in this room. And may your glory and your kingdom come. And we give you praise for it all in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Turn around one more time and tell your neighbor, we're in a series, it's called Relationship Goals. Would you do that? Tell your neighbor, we're in a series called Relationship Goals goals. And uh, before we jump into relationship goals, Pastor Bill did this, but I want to thank you for giving. Uh, we, we don't talk a lot about where the finances go all the time. We just don't take time to, to do it. We're, going to, we're trying to figure out ways we can do that better. Maybe like an old school billboard, let you know how you, what a big difference you're making. But got in the mail this week, pretty cool uh, testimony. One of the local ministries and missions that we support, if you do this, you, if you give here, you support locally and carry the gospel, but you also carry the gospel around the world through missionaries, through ministry, and through different ways. But this was from one of our local ministries and missions that we support from Miracle Hill. One of our ministers we support, Sarah, is our uh, contact there. She wrote us a personal letter and just said, last month, nine of our foster children were reunited with their family. Come on, yeah, give God praise. That's good news. And this is also good news. And five were adopted by their foster families. Come on, amen. So thank you for loving like Jesus, she said. Love you guys, Sarah. So, again, thank you. Just one of the ways, again, that you're making a difference. So we appreciate your giving so much. But today, I want to jump back into a series we've been in for a while now. It's called Relationship Goals. 
I hope, Mary, you have set some goals and have relationships in your life and those things are growing and you've been applying this word to your life and you're seeing change. Amen. How many knows when we apply his word, it'll change some things. I believe it's true. Amen. It won't return void. And so thank you for that. Over the last several weeks, if you haven't been with us, the last several weeks, we took a deep dive into marriage, man. We spent, I don't know, seven weeks or so, longest we've probably ever spent in consistent teaching in marriage, but I know God called us to take time to dive and go there. Um, and I want to say thank you for sharing that. I've been getting texts and emails saying, hey, we're watching, we're listening to the messages. And I do want to say this. I've had a lot of folks, actually several, had three last week who don't come here reach out for counseling. Um, and I have had to make the decision because, again, as a church grows, we're making a difference to do counsel within the house. Kyle's coming to be a pastor, didn't care for a flock, not counsel, be a counselor. And uh, so I'm trying to help put those people in the right directions. But I also want to say this. I don't know if you've noticed it or not, very systematic in the teaching and the and, and, and presentation and what we've been putting in you guys through teaching things like a marriage that will last and giving you principles and and things that you can teach because this is what my this is my heart and this is happening it's pretty cool this is my heart that you share these principles with the people that you're in relationship with I mean, I, I, I was reading Ephesians. Ephesians says this, pastor's called to equip the saints, you, to go do ministry. And so, again, so that's what we're doing. If you don't realize that's what's happening, you're being equipped to go change the world. So, again, thank you for that. So do this. Sit down. That's why I give you the notes. That's why version goes out every week. Sit down with those couples. Talk to them. Teach these principles. How many knows the words just as powerful coming out of your mouth as it is mine? Come on, amen. It's just as powerful coming out of your mouth. It's just as powerful coming out of your mouth as it is Jesus's. Some of y'all thought I didn't bless him right there. I was, according to Jesus, he, he sat at power, life, and death. So again, go do this stuff. Keep going after this thing. So again, thank you for what you're doing. But as we jump in today, I want to talk about a relationship that I pray and I hope you have. Oh, I hope you have this relationship. I hope this is like one of the most important relationships that you focus on and you have and you you really zero in on. And so I want to talk today about a relationship with Holy Spirit. I want to talk about a relationship today with the Holy Spirit. Now, now people can may talk you out of things that you hear. They can't talk you out of something you've encountered. So you can tell me something. Well, yeah, I don't know if that's true. But man, once you've encountered the Holy Spirit, you can't change my mind. You won't be able to convince me other than the Holy Spirit and who he is and that he's real and that he changes lives. And so again, it's one of those things. I don't like this is like a little hashtag or a little thing that's going around. If you know, you know. Holy Spirit, if you know, you know. And if you don't know, you're missing out and you need to know because the Holy Spirit is God and he's good and he's a gift to us. And we see here in our passage today that Jesus telling us this, he's saying like, I got to go. That's hard for me to like wrap my mind. And even still, after I see the importance of the Holy Spirit and know how it really is, like it's, it's wild to me to think like again that Jesus had to go away because we see something here. When he leaves, he's gonna send someone. He didn't send something. He how many of the Holy Spirit's not it? 
He was in the house today, and we oh that kind of stuff. And I know, and you know, I've probably said it, you know, something along those lines before. But the Holy Spirit is a He, and He, and we can have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. He's not a force. He's not a force. Jehovah Witnesses will tell you this: yeah, the Holy Spirit is not really God; it's, it's a force of God. No, no, the Holy Spirit is God. Yeah, I mean, and He is real and He's true. And when He's in the room, this is what's incredible: we have God Himself. What? We don't today have Junior Holy Ghost. He don't have him. They don't have toddler Holy Ghost. They don't have preschool Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Spirit who walks into a room when hungry people gather, and he is the one who changes and transforms lives. Can we just honor the presence of the Holy Spirit in the room right now? Oh, man, he is so good. And I don't know about you. I need him now more than I've ever needed him before. And I don't know if that's you right now. Some of you are like, man, I need something. I'm like hurting. I need, you need someone. And you need the Holy Spirit because this is what we see about the Holy Spirit. This is wild. Like Jesus says like when he, when he comes, he's going to take like what I did with like you little 12 jokers. And let this thing go around the world. Because Jesus did, if you don't know that, Jesus is God and he became for us. He became flesh for us, took on our sin. He died in our place. Jesus got on the cross, died for me so I wouldn't have to go to a place called hell. I could live in eternity with him and Jesus, which is in heaven. So again, this is what he does for us. But he says something. Now, I'm going to go, Jesus, the person is going to go to heaven. I'm going to be at the right hand of the Father, but I'm going to send someone. I'm going to send to you the Holy Spirit. Oh, man, and so this is what he does. He sends to us the Holy Spirit. Now, this is what I love. Now, if you, and I've seen this. This is what's tragic. In a lot of places, the Holy Spirit has become the forgotten God. He has. And, I, and you, you don't, if you've been around here 30 seconds, you know how much I love the Bible. And I'm telling you how, how true it is. And it is God's holy word. I believe it from cover to cover. I believe the content, table of contents. I believe the maps in the back. I believe every bit of the Bible and the word of God is true. But if you look and you understand what Trinity is, it is not God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Scripture. It's God the Holy Spirit. And again, that is not a lessening of a word of God. It is showing the power of the word of God. And so again, we have with us today, we have Holy Spirit. He is with us today. Matter of fact, he's in this room right now. And I'm telling you, when you recognize him, when you have a relationship with him, he'll come in and wreck your world. And in a, in a way that is like so good. I mean, like so amazing. He'll do things for you you couldn't do for yourself. I'm telling you, I've watched people like, man, I've done it myself. Try for something, work for something, go after something and get nowhere. He walks in a room. Bam. Done. What? Holy Spirit. So again, this is what I want to go after today. I want to just kind of like set some things in motion for what we're going to spend a little time on in, 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 the, in building and kind of cultivating, hopefully again, just having a deeper relationship with Holy Spirit and, and going after him. So this is, I, I want today to do this. I want to look at what, what actually Jesus modeled for us. 
So this is what Jesus modeled for us. Now, first of all, we hear the text. Jesus is saying stuff like, hey, got to, bro. I got to go. I know. You know what I mean? I know, man, we've been through some stuff. I'm going to send you someone who can be with all y'all at the very same time. I'm just, I'm just telling you if, you, if you have like, if you have like, if you're a ministry leader, if you have family or you have, you hang out, there's a lot of people in your life. How stretched are you? Think, just think for a moment. Then again, like, these disciples had been going around with Jesus. And again, he had been imparting them, showing them, revealing to them. And like, man, he's like, man, I'm just one more person. And he was, he was fully God, but fully man. And he was just one. He's like, there's one of me. And again, I'm limited right now. I'm bound because I am a man, but I'm going to send you capital H and all of our text, a helper. Who's going to do this? He's, he's not going to say anything to you unless he knows it's being said. That is so awesome to think about. And he is going to do things in, in your life. And he's not going to do it unless the Father's done it. So because, again, you'll see this in a moment that they're one. They're one in purpose. They're one in power. But we see three distinct persons. And so, again, as we jump into this today, I mean, i got to stick with this. But we see the life of Jesus modeled for us is set in motion. And we see what a relationship looks like with the Holy Spirit actually through the person of Jesus. Some of you don't even realize, like, wait a minute, it's Jesus and he lived. Let's go here. This is cool, man. First of all, we see, number one thing first we see is this. We have to be born of the Spirit. That has to happen for us first. Like, we have to be born of the Spirit. Now, now this is what we see. We see it, first of all, Jesus showed us this. Now, it's, it's incredible. Like, again, you know, he, he could have just, like, showed up. Just, I mean, he descended up in a cloud. He could have came down in one. It just, I'd have been cool, actually, if I'd have been Jesus. I'd have probably done that. I'd have been, oh, and just like came down. And everybody's like, what? But this is what we see something different about Jesus. We see something. He was, he was actually takes on form. He was born like us, but he also shows us and how important it is that we're born in the Spirit. What are you talking about, Pastor? Matthew 1.18, now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, talked about tea last week, taking sex seriously. Joseph and Mary took it seriously too, but not yet. They weren't there yet. And so again, so again, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. What? That's what, that's actually kind of like, to think about for a moment, but he is again showing me and you that we have to be born of the Spirit. What does that mean? That means that we have to be born again. Like that me and you have to be born again, again, in order to, to see Jesus, to make this to this place go to heaven because we see a fully God become fully man. And it's just a mystery how beautiful that is. That he, he does this for us. But then he says this, while he's actually here, this is his words to his disciples. In, in John 3, we see him now speaking and telling someone about this whole guy called Nicodemus and telling him about the importance of, of being born. And he actually re- begins to reference some things about being born again again and being born of the spirit so this is what he says in verse 5 Jesus answered most assuredly I say to you 
Like, he's saying, I'm, I'm so serious about what I'm about to tell you. I can't be more serious about what I'm about to say to you. Unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So we're talking about here eternity. He's talking about a kingdom, again, not of this earth. He's talking about a kingdom without end. And so, again, and this is what's cool. We're seeing a lot of kids born around here. Bro, it's wild, man. It's awesome, man. Y'all are Taking marriage last thing serious, and then you're doing it so. But but like it, this is why we had like eleven dedicated just a, I don't know a few weeks ago, a month ago, whenever that was. And and since that time, I've been told by several families. I don't wanna, I don't know what I was out there yet, and been told, and so I ain't gonna be sharing about the business yet. But I've been I was told by several. Man, we got one on the way. We got one that's going to come in. And I'm like, oh, man, glory to God. It's why I've been, I've been like, my parents are enjoying it. But you me tell you, it's glowing grandparents. Because it's better. Amen. I'm just telling y'all, it's way better. And so, again, parent is made. But then you see grandparents, and they're excited. And this is what's amazing to me. You see this excitement, and it is something to get excited about. Because there's a life being born. There's a new life coming in. But he says this, and we should get more, even more excited about this, even more so, because, again, that, that when we see this, when we see someone born again, born of the Spirit, actually come into relationship, because this is the truth, and Jesus was saying this. Like, you're going to, you're going to be somewhere. You're going to spend eternity somewhere. And in order to inherit, to encounter, to become a part of heaven, the kingdom of God, we must be born of spirit. And so this is what I believe. I, I believe the moment we're born again, the Holy Spirit comes into our heart and life. Oh, man. And, and I, it's, just, it's just amazing. When I, to, I told you, man, he does things we can't do. This is the most important one. He saves us. He comes in by the grace of, of what God does by being poured out. The love of Jesus come encountering that and becoming that for us. Now, through the Spirit of God drawing us, we come into a place of salvation because this is the truth. And the church don't talk about this enough. We don't talk about it. We're going to spend eternity somewhere. And I'm talking about everyone we know will. Every person we meet will. The, the person you mad at right now will spend eternity somewhere. You know, that'll affect like how you treat them. It does because, you know, some people get on your nerves sometimes, amen, and just frustrate you. But, man, when we start seeing this, that, man, we'll spend eternity, that they will. I mean, I hope that challenges us. Jonathan Edwards said it like this. I believe the doctrines of eternity, both heaven and hell, should have an impact on my daily life. So again, so how I live, what I do, everything should, should, become, should have a, an action based off of now what we believe about heaven and hell. Now, this is what I believe. This is what I believe. When we're born of the Spirit, heaven is a promise. Oh, man, that's good news. And so I'm going to ask the question as I give you the principles today. Are you saved? 
not are you coming to church. I don't, and not only are you serving on a dream team. And I hope you're doing all those things, all the above. But are you, are you born again? Have you been born of the Spirit? If not, today's the day of salvation for you. Today's the day of salvation for you, online family day. If you have not encountered, been born of the Spirit. So again, Jesus showed us that we need to be born of the Spirit. He shows us this. It's pretty cool he does it. Secondly, he shows us even this. And he's Jesus. He's God in the flesh. But he shows us that we need to be filled with the Spirit. What? You mean feel what it, oh, well, I got saved, the Holy Spirit's in my heart. That's all good. Everything's good. So again, Jesus didn't stop there. We shouldn't stop there. Like, you, do you see this? Like Matthew chapter 3, verse 16, we see now Jesus modeling this one too. He said, when he had been baptized, Jesus, like again, in the water, John about put him under, raised up. Jesus came up immediately from the water. And behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. Jesus got him some Holy Ghost too. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, you would think like, I mean, he's God and he, he sets that aside and becomes to earth and doesn't consider Robert to be, to be equal with God, but he sits and humbles himself. I mean, all this... Jesus got some Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit came and got on Jesus. And how he see this is a supporter. You kept seeing Jesus say stuff like, man, it ain't time yet. Jesus come to it. It ain't time yet. It ain't time yet. You, you, you would see Jesus say a lot of things, but now you start seeing now a shift happening where he comes in and we see this in the next verse. You actually see the Trinity. It's one of our beliefs that we have as a church. It's most Christian, all Christian doctors really truly should have a belief system in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, like what I've been teaching about. Because you see that happen in the next thing where the, the voice that comes down, the Father speaks, and he's like, man, this is my beloved son and whom I'm well pleased. And I love it, man, because Jesus had went out and started doing all this stuff yet. But he was pleased with him just simply because he was his son. Oh, man, see how pleased Jesus is with you and the Father is pleased with you just because you're a son and daughter of him. But this is what he wants us to do. He wants us also. Again, he modeled it for us. Jesus lived it. He said the example. Feel now, the Spirit of God comes upon him. And this is what he says about us. We see this now. Paul says in Ephesians 5, verse 18, he says, And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation. That word dissipation is a word prodigal in Scripture. You see a prodigal is like a separation thing. That's what that can do for you when you go that direction. But he said this, But be filled with the Holy Spirit. So this is for us. This is what we need. We need to be filled with the Spirit of God. At 12 years of age, if, if you've been around here, I love telling my testimony. I hope you love telling yours. You need to tell as many people as you can, as often as you can about what Jesus does in your life. Amen? And I mean, I'm telling you, but I got saved in nine. At 12 years of age, I know without a doubt, man, a radical transformation happened at 12 I mean, like him, if you've ever hung out with 12-year-olds, man, you know they need the Holy Ghost, amen? You know how much they need the Holy Spirit in their life, and you know how much you need it. 
the Holy Spirit. That's what's wrong with some of us. We didn't get him early enough, amen? And so, but we see here, he, he was looking out for me. He's like, man, I know how messed up you are, Terry. Let me go ahead and give you the Holy Spirit at 12 years of age. The Spirit of God, man, came to my heart, came to my life. How did it happen? I was in a service like this, someone talking about and teaching on the Holy Spirit. And I was like, man, if he's real, I want him. The Bible says that I know I need him. And so, man, this is what happened for me. On my way down to the altar, the Holy Spirit filled me. Nobody had to grab me, and that's all good. Nobody had to shake me, and that's okay. But listen, he took me, and the Spirit of God came down because I was like, man, I want you, Holy Spirit. And he says, anyone who asks receives. Anyone who asks receives. And I want him, and I hope today, and I want to ask you today, are you filled with the Spirit? Are you filled with the Spirit of God? That wasn't for me a one-time event. I don't know if you know this or not. I ain't still living off 12-year-old Holy Spirit. Got me something this morning. Amen. I went in and after I was like, Holy Spirit, I need you right now. Amen. I need you just as much today. And again, I'm thankful for that. But man, what about now? And so the Holy Spirit is for now. And man, if you filled your vehicle up when you was 12, if you have one, amen, you ain't getting filled work today on that gas. Come on, not if you've been somewhere and done something. Amen. Because, again, this is something every day we should go at. So, again, we need to be filled with the Spirit. But this is what happens when we're born in the Spirit, get filled with the Spirit of God. This is what he does. We are then led by the Spirit. I don't know about I can tell you this about me. Ever since that 9, 12-year-old experience that what God did was real and true. But a whole lot of times, man, Terry's been wanting to lock. Here's, here's the path Holy Spirit wants to take me on. I've been like, let me go hang out over here for a little bit. And he's like, come on, T, come back. I need you right here. And there's been so many times, let me, let me go see what's happening. <laughs> but this is what the Spirit of God does. He leads us. There, there's some that need some direction this morning. There's something need to hear and need an answer. And man, this is what the Holy Spirit does. He'll lead us. Because this is what happened with Jesus in Matthew 4, 1. Again, he modeled it. He said Jesus was then led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. That's wild. Like, Because a lot of times we, we'll, we'll look at situations. Now, again, some situations we're in because, man, we're not doing like maybe the right thing. But we see Jesus being led into the wilderness, and the Holy Spirit did it. Now, it would have been like, it would have been like Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the Waffle House. Wouldn't I be a lot better, man? <laughs> Would you feel better about that answer too? Like, hey, this is going to be a good thing. But sometimes we go through situations of life that are difficult. But I noticed this about the wilderness. It was part of the purpose. It was part of the plan. It was part of the destiny. And what it was doing was actually preparation for Jesus to, for him for, to fulfill his purpose. And if we're led by the Spirit, even if his places we don't like, when we trust his leading and walk with him, he will go with us. And ultimately, we will see it fulfill a purpose in our life. And it will reveal things to us and help us reach our destiny. So don't get mad right now if you're in a wilderness situation and the Spirit of God is the one who took you there. Well, what? Well, I don't know if that's... 
Read the Bible. He, it did it to Jesus. Don't think he won't do it to us. So again, he says it's Romans 8, 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. He'll lead us too. Now again, the wilderness, and again, what, what it was to show us, again, Jesus already knew it. It was to show us the authority that Jesus had when he was walking in that spirit. He had it because of who he was, but he showed us and he took authority over Satan in the wilderness and he showed us that we can have victory over our wilderness situation too. That we can have victory over our troubled time. And he showed us that in this situation. Now this is what he does. He leads us now now sometimes and this is what will happen it'll be one of those times where man like if the more sensitive you get to him more time you're hanging out with him the more you'll hear him i'm serious you know you can hear the holy spirit like so much and it, and again it's incredible I, I, gps is one of those things man still to this day I know if you're younger, you don't even think nothing about that. Some of us who were around before GPS existed, all right, that's still wild to me. I know, I know. That's still cool, man. There's somewhere up there, man, every little thing, man. It's kind of creepy, but it's also kind of cool and that this is happening. Now, this is for me. I found myself, if I'm going anywhere that I don't know where I'm going, GPS. And it's, it's cool. Now, I don't know. My phone does this. Sometimes it picks up the Apple Maps. Sometimes it picks up the Google. I don't know how that's set up. I sh the default, somebody needs to help me with that. But it's just, I don't know how that works. But sometimes it picks up. And it did this yesterday. We were going to help someone in the church. And on the way there, it, it, was, it was getting on my nerves. I'm just going to be honest. I was getting on my nerves. I was going to Malden. I'm like, I know where Malden is. I don't need you. Right. Don't go through all that stuff. Tell me once I get closer. And this was what was happening. I turned it on. It was like, in three and a half miles, you're going to do so-and-so. And I was like, okay, cool. So, mile later, in two and a half miles, you're going to do so. I was like, okay. In a mile, one mile, you're going to be to. Now, take right. This next exit, take the right. I was like, dude, I heard you. I was seriously, yesterday, it was early in the morning already. Coffee had not kicked in. And the Holy Spirit was not, not, not working yet. I was like, okay. And I got a little bit frustrated. But you know what happened? I made it to my destination. Some of y'all frustrated. You just need to sit back and trust him. He gonna get you there. He gonna get you where you need to go if you just let him. And, and if you will just hang on and just trust him. So we need to be led by the spirit. And fourthly and finally this morning, we see this, that man, we are to be empowered by the spirit. Oh, man, this was not just something for then. This was not just for Jesus. This was not just for his disciples. He said, I'm going to send this Holy Spirit. I'm going to send God the Holy Spirit to you. He's going to come. And it's not just going to be now for you. It's going to be for the ones after you also. And so, again, we see how important this is. But even look at Jesus. Again, he modeled this for us. He shows us in Luke 4, 14, then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. And news of him went out through all the surrounding region. What? 
He returned in the power of, he didn't even say it. It's true because they're one, but it wasn't in the power of God, the Father. It wasn't in the power of God of Jesus himself, but in the power of the Spirit. And he's showing you. He's showing me. He's letting us know that, listen, you need this Holy Spirit. You need him in your life. And when you cultivate this relationship, set some relationship goes with him, watch what he will do in you. Because now we see now in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, letters, he said, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. What? The, the Spirit of God, when he comes on you, you get power. And listen, if the church is not operating in power, it's because we're not operating in the Spirit. If you are not operating in power, it's because you're not operating in the Spirit. It's available. He's there, he's there for you. And so again, he says this, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in, jo in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And I love this about the Holy Spirit, man. One of the greatest things, and this is how we know if we got Holy Spirit or not, we're witnessing. I'm telling you, man, I don't, if you, I don't know if you have, if really have your eyes open, but the Holy Spirit has been doing some stuff for Faith or New Church. He has been, he's been blowing this place up. People are getting excited about the Lord. They're going after him. They're doing things. And I'm so thankful for what he's doing in the church. But the Holy Spirit ain't just for the church. It's for us to take the church to the world. It's for us to take the church outside of a, of a building and take it to a world who desperately needs it. So we need the Holy Spirit to go operate in power. And I'm telling you, this is what's why. You, you could be saying stuff like, that's not really who I am, and I'm not really geared that way, and that's not my personality. Man, the Holy Spirit, man, is power. And the Holy Spirit will empower you. And listen, when he go after this, this word dunamis, dynamite, power here, man, it's explosive. And I'm telling you, and it's not to just blow up the church. It's to blow up Satan's kingdom of darkness and to shine light in a dark place. And man, he empowers me and you to do it. So I want you to stand as our worship team comes. And right now, I just I want you to do this if you would. I want you to take a moment. I want you to not worry about anything else in this world right now other than what Holy Spirit wants to do in your life today, right now. Like right, right now, not one other thing, not lunch, not brunch, not, not kids, not, not schoolwork. Set it all aside. And ask Holy Spirit, what is it, Holy Spirit, you want to do to me and do for me and do through me today? Oh, man. He is so good. He is so gracious. He's so loving. And I'm so thankful for him. Oh, man, and it is power for us to live for Jesus. If you're struggling living for him right now, this is power for you. If you're struggling getting over a situation right now or being that witness, this is power for you. This is life unto you. Oh, man, if you're struggling loving like Jesus, like you're struggling, man, because, again, Jesus loved a world who crucified him. How? Because we see him here. 
empowered by the Spirit, led by the Spirit, and He does all these things for me and you. And I'm going to be honest, and I'm so thankful for what happened at 12. I I don't know where I would have been in a a big part of my life if if He had not come in at 12. So what are you saying, Pastor? Like, today you need Him. Like, you need Him today. Like, you desperately need Him today. Don't put this off. Don't wait. First of all, man, you, you need to know, you have to know heaven and hell is an eternal place. You have to know, first of all, please make sure you get this right. Kind of feel like Paul right now. He's like, I'm begging you, man, take this thing serious. Have you been born in the Spirit? Have you been born again? I love it that you're here. I'm thankful that you're a part of this ministry and house. But man, there's nothing. Listen, all this is going to pass away one day. You know where I want to be? That's it's eternity with you, man. With us having perfect glorified minds and hearts and bodies and able to just go and after God spend eternity together with no flesh. Not as evil, not this messed up world. That's what I want for you. Have you been born in the Spirit today? If you don't know that you've been born in the Spirit, if you don't know you've been born again, this is a day of surrender for you. Salvation, Holy, the Holy Spirit is calling you and drawing you right now. So today, in just a few, just a moment, I'm going to ask you as we open up our altars for you to come. And I'm, I'm going to ask you to come and just, and just do this. Just come before God, bow before him, and just say, man, I want to be born again. I trust and believe in you, Jesus. I want to put my hope in you. Oh, man, that's what we need today. Are you born in the Spirit? I want to ask this. Are you filled with the Spirit of God? Have you, like, again, are you, like, have you been filled, like, not what happened when I was 12, man? This morning, are you filled with Him? Today, are you filled with the presence of the Spirit of God in your life? Is there a direction you need to be led, or you need direction you need for a certain situation, or something you're praying for? Or today, you just need His power in your life. If you want more Holy Spirit, I want you just to step out from where you're at and come. And I want you to come as quickly as you can. If you want more Holy Spirit, if you want more of Him in your life, if you're satisfied and you're good, man, and you're, you're good, stay where you're at. But if you want more Holy Ghost, if you want more of Him in your life, if you want more of the presence of God, come, find you a place. Because this is what He says. If you're hungry, I'll fill you. If you're thirsty, I'll fill you up. So I want more of him. I need more of him. And so worship team, minister what's on your heart. And I want you to do this today. To, as you come, listen, if you, if you need to surrender me, born in the spirit today, just say, Jesus, I come to you. I need salvation. Come into my heart and life. Transform me. Change me. I believe in you, Jesus. I put my hope in you. Yeah, but if you want more of the Spirit of God, if you want more Holy Spirit today, just go after Him, pursue Him, cry out to Him, let Him come and let Him empower you. Prayer team, I know some of you are down and praying. Stay in prayer with by your, just praying for yourself and your situation as long as you need to. Stay there. But as the Holy Spirit leads in this room, we're going to pray for one another as He leads. But right now, let's just us going after Him together as we pursue Him. Yeah, let's just sing to Him. Let's just work. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.